Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of the food show here on 105. That's it. We've already told you where it came from. Well, we're still here, and it's nice to be here with you talking about food and restaurants and cooking and wine and all those things that, uh, that can turn you on. Because uh, this is Eaton City, USA, and you may as well get it from us because we have been looking for years and years and years for more of it all the time. Mary Ann is here. Hi. Hi. 260 is the number. So I was talking about toast before Gregory. Toast. Oh. Yeah, before oh. Gregory uh, <clears throat> came in to rescue us. And we were looking for more of such people. So two six zero six three six eight. They we I got a uh, a croque monsieur. Not no not a croque monsieur. A croque madame. What's the difference between a croque monsieur uh, and a croque madame? A croque madame is uh, made with. Uh it's all fried in a in a in a pan with no. A that's a Monte Cristo, isn't it? That's a Monte Cristo, but the Monte Cristo has all kinds of other stuff in it. And then you have in between the Monte, uh, Monte Cristo. Cristo and the Monte. Uh, you have a croque madame, croque madame and, a and a croque, croque monsieur. monsieur. Same thing, except the madure is like almost like uh, uh, bread pudding. Or no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait. It's what, the what, croque monsieur is fried. It's fried, yeah. Okay, it's, now, and mm-hmm. so what is the difference then in a croque monsieur and a um, and a uh, Monte Cristo? Yeah, it's close, and they're all in usually. A in Monte this, Cristo is a fried ham and cheese sandwich mm-hmm. with um, powdered sugar on it, right? Yeah, yeah. What whoever came up with that idea? Because that's kind of a weird idea. I'm looking it up in the uh, in this thing right here. It's kind of a I weird can... idea to have that. Well, I mean, just... I, I even like that, and I'm surprised by that because I don't really like sweet things and savory things together. But I do like I do like that. Anyway, um, so my friend got a croque madame, which was the ham and cheese with two very thick slices of sourdough and a gorgeous layer of sunny side up eggs. I mean, these are like bright yellow, beautiful, beautiful eggs. And it was, it was good, but it looked wow. And then you got into it and you said to yourself, it's good. I mean, it is good. There's nothing wrong with it. It's good. But it's it 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 was you expected it to be mind blowing, mind and blowing at mind, the same time. You expected it to be mind blowing because of the way it looked. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't mind blowing. I mean, it was it was good. It, there's no two ways about it. It was good. But it just didn't really kind of like 
send me like the, the appearance of it. We also had crepes, which are crepes supposed to be super, super thin, like the Very thinness thin. of a tortilla, maybe, maybe even. I think a flour tortilla is thin, but I think a corn tortilla might be even thinner. And I feel like a crepe should be. I don't, no. I don't even understand crepes. Well, I'm glad uh, you are here, and at the same time, our next caller, or not, maybe, but at least we can put out the idea. If if you uh, have a better feeling on what a croque monsieur is, a croque madame, that's and, uh, and let's see what we come up with the thoughts of other people, because this is something that actually has been uh, discussed at great length, uh, length on our station over the years. What, a croque madame and a croque monsieur? Right, yeah. And you know, since our show has been here for 30 years now, uh, you would think we had covered all of it, but uh, there are little the pieces here and now, and I think we've hit one of them. So if you know what a croque monsieur is, or a croque madame, or a croque, what's that last one? A really okay. oddball. Uh, get, get. All right. So a croque monsieur mm-hmm. is a ham and cheese sandwich mm-hmm. that is fried. Yeah. A croque madame is a ham and cheese sandwich that is not. Mm-hmm. And a Monte Cristo is a ham and cheese sandwich that is fried and then dusted with um, powdered sugar. Oh, wait a minute. I'm almost there. What are you, what are you doing? I'm looking for a, 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 denif- a, a, a definitive. A croque madame also oh, has an egg says. on top. A croque madame is a ham and cheese with an egg on top with a poached or fried egg. You know what? I think maybe poached eggs are, um, are beginning be. to lose... <laughs> Oh. I think I see what you mean. Are beginning to lose their um, their popularity. I think that based on what I'm seeing around town, a poached egg is the I won't say yesteryear because there's still a lot of poached eggs out there. But I think that in terms of popularity, and I won't say hipness because I use that word too much, but but in terms of current vogue, current vogue, I think that poached eggs may be going away. And I think that in breakfast places that are really cutting edge, very modern, that these things like, you know, Benedict's and poached eggs, and, and I, I, I could be wrong, but I'm seeing a lot of things that are really, really different. 260 <laughs> <laughs> we, we We're almost there. We yes. have uh, in, in this photo. You know, it's a really good thing, Tom. It's all I can say. It's a really, really good thing that this... Um, studio is not 
going to be visual used for this purpose. is not visual. <laughs> All I can say, and I wish that. Oh, I here could... we go. Look, here it is. Yes, uh, Tom, look at that. Look at that. Yes, look at that. Isn't that great? Okay, croque monsieur. I'm being. Uh, I'm being, uh, wait, what's the word for that? I, I, uh, you're being marveled at is the word. You're being absolutely marveled at. 2606368, I'm going to start begging really soon. Mm-hmm. Madison for callers. is on the phone. I'm going to start begging like begging. Hello. Hello. Hello there. Come on in. All right. Wow. So I've been to France before, and I can tell you, croque monsieur is a fried or grilled ham and cheese. Mm-hmm. We're good with that. Monte yes. Cristo is basically the same as a croque monsieur, but it's battered and fried, like deep fat fried. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then so croque wait. Madame. So the croque monsieur is like a is is in a pan? Is it seared with like yes. butter? It could be grilled. It could be fried, but not like deep fried. Probably but like it's not deep fried. fried. And deep fried is the Monte Cristo. Yes. Okay. And the croque no. madame is not fried croque at all. Madame correct. Is no. Croque monsieur, okay. croque, a croque madame is a croque monsieur, and you add a poached or fried egg on top. Oh, there you go. Okay. Or in the sandwich. Okay, okay so, is, so the croque madame should also be fried? Not like the croque, monster, though. They're it's, similar, it's but they're... like the croque monsieur, but you add an egg. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I went, we went, like I said, we went to, to toast, and I didn't see... I didn't think it was fried at all. It was like, it was like a toasted ham and cheese sandwich, with the egg on top. That's about what it is. But somehow or another, it was heated well enough to have the ham and cheese melted. Do you like this? Do you like the uh, which which of if, these do you prefer? If you're in I France, here because I have believe it eggs are literally on a plate. I'm sorry. What did you say? I prefer croque monsieur personally. Um, not too big a fan of deep fried sandwiches, but yes. with the croque with the Monte Cristo, you don't necessarily have to put powdered sugar on it. Mm-hmm. But I prefer croque monsieur personally, just because I think eggs are the spawn of Satan. Mm-hmm. Okay, you said because eggs. What? What did you say? Eggs are literally the spawn of Satan. Okay. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I've never heard that one before. <laughs> well, I don't remember must, that. You must be in There's trouble. You must be in trouble now at restaurants everywhere because eggs are on everything. If I can't taste it in the dish of whatever it is, so I'm good with cake. I'm good with any kind of baked good. I'm I good see. with okay. 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 So yeah, it's just like, the I idea of eating an egg and knowing. Like drop soup, but just eating an egg by itself is ugh. Okay. And in case you're wondering about what of our authorities on this are, among them are Rachel Ray, among yes. a, a whole bunch of others. Yes. Anyway, um, okay, so it's unfortunate. I agree with you about eggs. I actually like eggs. I like hard-boiled eggs, and I like uh, eggs in a lot of different uh, iterations. But I don't believe the new I don't even understand the new penchant for putting eggs on everything. Absolutely. I mean, if you're everything eating it, like a hamburger, come on, give me a break. I mean, I could see it if it's sunny side up because the, uh, the yolk will give it a bit more juice if the burger's anything dry, close to dry. I mean, it does yeah. kind of make sense. Well, that's what cheese is like, for, isn't it? Is that what cheese is for? Uh, 
But it's mostly solid, and then you have it kind of melty, but not like actual queso, like liquid cheese. Well, I think we've uh, you, you run this into the ground. You just talked about one of my favorite so. things, actual queso liquid cheese. Thank you very, I like, I love, I like very, well. very much. Thank okay. you very much for all of I this. I just love it this when we finally stuff. get a caller and then Tom runs, runs them off. All right, goodbye. Uh, they don't have to go. I didn't <laughs> say get you. out of here. I just want to thank them thank for you. showing up with yeah. the answer to the question. We have right. another caller, Tom. Please who? do not run them off. Hello. Who, who is this? Yes, hello. Yes, hi. hi. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Uh, what utensil is like gold when you're cooking in a in your kitchen? Uh, what is? Tongs. I would say tongs. tongs. Oh yeah, tongs definitely. What is are. your What is your gold in the kitchen, Keith? Keith, you still there? I don't know. Well, we lost him there. I don't know what happened there. Keith. Oh, he left. All right. Well. Uh, that's fine. okay. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We have now. Uh, a, a I use all kinds of utensils. In a the lot kitchen. of uh, a lot of interesting kitchen things. Kitchen fork. About French cooking. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We're talking about. Back. Okay, Keith. What is your go-to gold utensil in the kitchen? Be- believe it or not, especially if you have kids or grandkids. Uh, Scissors. Scissors. <laughs> Isn't you that true? You can never pay, find a pair of scissors when you're oh, cooking. Uh, and it, yeah, everybody, everybody does that all the time. You, well, now if you buy one of those um, knife, those like blocks, the knife blocks, and you have all of those different kinds of knives in there, then um, you usually do have a pair of scissors in there too. But yeah, kitchen shears are good. Yeah, yeah I'm just talking good. about kitchen shears because oh. you got to open up a pound of bacon, or you got to open up this, or you got to open up that. And unless I, tie, unless I tie a pair of scissors with a rope or a chain, I'm not going to find it again after I buy it. That's possible. Oh, I have a special drawer for scissors. I have about 10 pairs. Every time I find a pair of scissors, they go in the drawer, so I never run out. That's good. All right. I well, thank you for about all that. Wait, wait, I have a question. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to Restaurant Coquette in two weeks, and I want to ask you what's the best way to navigate it. Uh, you know, that's a, a, a good restaurant, but it's a, a, a kind of unusual restaurant. It's not like any other place I know. They have kind of a courtyard set up there if you want it. It's Sometimes they have it and sometimes they don't. It depends on how the, how the uh, outside is going that mm-hmm. day. Uh, the the people who work there and the management uh, actually came out of Commander's Palace some years ago. Uh, they don't work there anymore or anything, but that was where their inspiration came from. And uh, it's it's a different kind of a place. If you're looking for a, re- a restaurant that's different from what you're buying in all restaurants these days, it really has a different style. I think you'll like it. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an interesting uh, place. The downstairs is kind of completely different from the upstairs. It's a it, mm-hmm. it might as well be two different restaurants. Are you going for lunch or dinner? Dinner. Dinner. You, you're going for dinner. They have you know the shareable plates thing, which is good. Uh, <clears throat> do you like carpaccio? I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh well, then you you might not. 
want to gravitate right to that. It's it's raw beef that's very thinly sliced. So let's let's mm-hmm. move away from there. They have a really interesting menu. Um, have you have you looked at the menu? What do you like to eat? Oh, New Orleans cuisine, seafood, beef, anything but chicken. I don't Fried know that chicken this is, is fine, but I don't know that this is heavy on the New Orleans kind of flavor. Is this a place that you chose, or someone chose it and you're their guest? I'm there last year, and I'm so to go again and take Wait, some you people what? with me. I went there last year, and I want to take some people with me. I enjoyed it. It was different. Oh, okay. It was a different kind of restaurant. Yeah. But they mixed flavors that I never tasted before in combination, which was very interesting. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll just lean on the waitress, you know, and, and lean on them, which is what they're there for. And well, it's always good. It's always good. But it's not. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it New Orleans cuisine. It's it's definitely, no, it's definitely more, not. Yeah, it's like it's like highbrow American, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but it's good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, All right, well, thank you so much. Thank you very for, much for dropping in. Take so, care. Something else that we saw. 260-6368 is the number. That's 260-MENU. And when we come back, we will look into Jerusalem. Hello, it's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, Mary Ann's here, too. And Mary Lee maybe. Still, incredibly. <laughs> incredibly larger and smaller. Uh, you know, uh, I would say, I mean, I'm not trying to say, nah, 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 we did something. Uh, anyway, uh, this is this a book here, which I've had for quite a while, but I've almost never used. It's called The Food Lover's Tiptionary. And the the lady who wrote it, Sharon Tyler Herbst, I know her reasonably well. It's been a long time since I last ran over, but she's uh, done a number of books. And uh, remember, she also was the uh, uh, president of this, the people who wrote this book. So uh, mm. nice, nice people. All right, so we were talking. We've already done the croque monsieur. So I never did finish what I was saying. So um, toast is where I went for breakfast, and we had some crepes, and we had the croque madame, and we had Abel skivers, which are little Danish rolled pancakes, and uh, I had the most incredible cheese biscuit. That's another thing that's really really cheese biscuits. Yeah, there's there, there are two things that you can tell that you are in a Really modern 2019 restaurant. Mm-hmm. In this case, a breakfast restaurant. If you have a breakfast biscuit on mm-hmm. the menu, mm-hmm. and usually a breakfast biscuit is comprised of some sort of breakfast meat, an egg, mm-hmm. in some fashion, either scrambled or sunny, and uh, cheese is usually present on a homemade biscuit. <clears throat> the, uh, we, oh, we, we, Lord, Michael 75, and he yeah. knows about croque madames, messieurs, and well, all these I, things, because he is a he will, Francophile, yeah. if there ever there was one. Hello. Hey, good Michael. afternoon, ladies ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Uh, I'm uh, pained. How are you, Michael? Yeah, I can hear that in your voice. First of all, Tom, Tom, you like 10-year-olds that can sing, I heard early in the show, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I have a – I, I pulled up um, – That I, sounds just, funny, Michael. He's a fan of a kid in their <laughs> choir. Uh, I don't want to go to that. Anyway, Tom, 
Yeah. This is the deal. You think your 10-year-old could sing, uh, give a great rendition of Nesam Dharma? Uh, I don't know, but uh, you'll tell me, I'll bet you. Uh, yeah, because there's a 10-year-old little girl that did it spectacularly on America's Got Talent uh, last oh, yeah. time, last week. And you need to follow her. Her name is Iman, E-M-A-N-E. And All right. please, get, follow this little young lady. She's spectacular. That's, yeah, that's, Pavarotti. Of... That's, yeah. that's Pavarotti's signature song. If a 10-year-old girl can do it brilliantly, she's something. Anyway, yeah. okay. uh, well. Speaking of great breakfast places in town, last Saturday I had a spectacular New York deli treat um, uh, at Stein's Deli. Lox, bagels, oh, yeah. cream, cheese, cream cheese, red onions. It was it was incredible. you you got to go to uh, 42nd Street to get that. Yeah, it's a terrific place. Well, if you can't get that there, you can't get it any place. That is definitely about the closest thing we have to that sort of thing here. Well, Marianne, that sounds like a line through a song. If you can get it there, you'll get it anywhere. New York, New York. <laughs> yeah, I guess it does, you're, huh? You're, you're another Cole Porter devotee. I love Cole Porter. I do, in yeah, fact, love Cole Porter. So now, yeah, Michael, I have. Are you are you done? Before you leave, I want to tell you something. Please. I mean, Tom hasn't run you off yet, so I'm going to encourage you to stay a little bit longer. Okay. Um, so it, while we're talking about television shows, um, are you familiar with American Ninjas? I, really. I hope not. It's it's the I most. Let my, I let my six-year-old grandson watch it. Yeah, it's the most ridiculous show. But my nephew's going to be on it tonight. Really? So it, yeah, yeah. His name is Andrew Throne. So if anyone uh, is watching that ridiculous show, that's my nephew. Yeah, I'll watch it just for that reason. <laughs> what what part does he play? Well, he's one of the idiot ninjas, but um, oh. but it's uh, I I don't it's I don't know exactly how far he got. Um, I think he did not make it to the. Ne I think I forget what happened to him, but he did not make it past this initial show. But he is on that show tonight. Okay, great. American uh, Ninja. It's gonna pain me to watch that silly show, but I he is a favorite nephew, so uh, I have to watch it. Great, sounds good. Is is it on Netflix or what? No, it's on NBC. It's on NBC. NBC, because on Netflix, what I can do is as soon when two or three characters appear on a screen, you just hit a little knob, and it, it flashes up the name of the characters and and the people playing that part. Isn't it wonderful how all of our electronics do all of our thinking for us now? What do you mean? Well, <laughs> Oh, guess guess what? what? Alexa always tell me good. She always tells me good night, sweet dreams. Oh, that's so scary. Mm. That's so scary. <laughs> but no, <gasps> this is not scary. The, it's not as scary. It's it's not as scary as that commercial where they say Alexa read to my kid. That makes me want to cry. I love it. So, uh, anyway, Alexa, I'm gonna make a fortune next year uh, by uh, Alexa's. Uh, Good graces. Uh, I'm testing her out. She never picks any teams to win or lose ever, except for the Super Bowl the last two years. And she hates the New England Patriots. So two years ago, she picked Philadelphia to win it. She was correct, an underdog. 
Then this past year, she said, she said, I hate the New England Patriots, but I'm picking them to win anyway. So she's two for two. So I'm, I'm going to the bank and mortgage my house next year. You're scaring me, Michael. You're scaring me. But no, then I feel like we've oh. been scaring you for the last hour and a half. So you know what? That's fair. <laughs> you know what? My, my, my dream is to uh, have a driverless car on the day that I'm no longer able to drive. And yes. that will be, okay, uh, hey, Carl, take me down to Galatoire's and parallel park for me, please. There you go. And and that will probably happen before you know it, Michael. Hopefully oh, yeah, not that you that won't be able to drive, but that you can that you have the option anyway. I have a, I have a friend that has a Tesla. And he it's a parallel box for him. Oh yeah, I, well that's that's such a beautiful car. Oh my gosh, I'm not an Elon Musk fan, but it's a beautiful car. I have to say. I love All right, Elon, Michael, thank you for calling. Car. Nice talking to you. All right, talk to you later. Who we have is, another caller. Who is on the phone? Mike. Two guys named Mike. What do you know? Welcome to the food show. Come on in. Hey, is that guy that was just on a MAGA guy, M-A-G-A guy? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think he might it's be like a MAGA guy. being in a haunted house. What, why do you ask that? Because I know he's not. I don't. Uh, I, I just... anyway, anyway, anyway. McDonald's must have been way ahead of its time because they've had a breakfast biscuit for a long time. They really did. I remember when that yeah, first came out. But, you know, it's kind of not like the breakfast biscuits I'm talking about here. No, I'm no, the sure great, it's not. The great, uh, but, the great biscuit uh, that we have in our, uh, our world over here is the one created from scratch by my daughter, uh, Mary Ann. Mary, Mary, Mary Lee, excuse me, can't get it straight yet. Yeah. Major recipe many times. It's a very good recipe, but yeah, I think we just I think made a soft, batch of it last week. Okay, wait. This I think, is. I think right. soft boiled eggs are one of those things that you either love or you hate. Uh huh. And if you if you love them, you're never going to get tired of them. And if you didn't like them to begin with, you'll probably never cultivate a taste for them. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. But the main reason I called is okay. went to Cafe yeah. Lynn, went to Cafe Lynn Saturday night, had an excellent yeah. meal, uh-huh. and that summer special was really quite good, isn't it? Yeah, we started. It wasn't part of the meal, but we started each with a cup of the uh, corn and crab bisque, which was delicious, and then uh, we both got what was called Turner Do's, but in fact they turned out to be two petite fillets. I we, know they we were each, huge, weren't they? They really were. Yeah. And the uh, the potatoes and the string beans were quite good on the plate also. It's, it's an unbelievable deal. Had a really good bottle of sparkling wine from Italy for 38 bucks, so you can't beat that. And uh, What did your wife get? Of, we both got the turn of those. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. We, in fact, we ate the identical meal. She got the corn and crab bisque. We, we just ate the same food. We, we very seldom do that. She usually goes the fish or seafood route, and I usually go the meat route. I want to try uh, the risotto, the crab and shrimp risotto. Yeah, I think she would like that. But the thing about risotto is if it's good, it's really good. And if it's mm-hmm. bad, it's really bad. That you know, is no, the there's, truth. There's nothing enjoyable about crunchy rice, you know. But you know what? I kind of have a feeling that they know how to do it there. Yeah. 
I, would, I think I, would, I think you're think safe. You're probably right. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. Yeah. But and and I'll let you know time. that because I'm going back for that summer special because I want to get the crab risotto. I hope we run into you one of these days because I want to put an, a face to the name. That was the first time. Or the face to the voice. It. I want to put a face to the voice. First time at the new place. Yeah. The first time what? At the new location. We hadn't been, you know, we'd gone multiple times at the old Burger King location, but we hadn't been to the new building. Oh, wow. The Cafe Linus. Yeah. So, I mean, they've been there a while. We just didn't they've get been over there. They've been a while, yeah. 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 But, I mean, it's such a huge improvement over where they were, you know. So. You think so? You know, I kind of like the other one better. No, the other me. what? I think, what are we I, think about? I think the other location had sort of a charm to it that was kind of quirky. Kitchy. Kitchy. Wait, maybe it was, yeah. But this to <laughs> me is this to me is like kind of boring. It's boring. I mean, I, I I go there now because I think the food is great, and I finally come around to get past the environment. But the environment does not move me. Where's this? Well, I mean, anyway. it's it's. Where? It's got an old old feeling to it. I will grant you that. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, it's like have the a, 80s. Uh, it's like right out of the yeah. 80s. Yeah. It's not light and bright, but it is very comfortable, and we, yeah, we it enjoy is. it. I mean, it's you know. fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's one of those things where if you're if you're more into food than atmosphere, it's fine. I am more into atmosphere than food, but in this case, the food is really really good, so I'm putting up with it. Yeah, I, uh, we uh, went to. I think I called you about this, but we did go to Del Porto like about two weeks ago, and that was excellent. Also, uh, need to go back to. What's the name of the place that moved? I'm having a mental... Pardo's. Pardo's, yeah. We had a good meal there, but I think I agree with you that they need to elevate what they're doing a little bit to, to yeah. match the the environment. You know, yeah. The environment is superb. The environment is superb. The environment is so superb that they are well behind it in food right now. And I, I just, I loved the old Pardo's. I loved it. And I yeah. just can't warm to the new one, despite the environment, because the food is really lagging. To me, I, think the I don't know, they lost I, something in the translation. Well, just like you said, you have confidence that Cafe Lynn could get the result right. I have no doubts that Osmond oh, will yeah. get the food oh, yeah. right at Pardo's. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It might take a little while, but he'll, yeah. he'll get it there. You know? No, there's no All question right. about it. Have a good evening. You too. See Bye. ya. Bye. Yes, no it's question about show. it. It's the food show. Who? Sal, come on in. Everybody's here today. Thanks. I appreciate you having me. I'm I have a glad question, you're here. and hopefully uh, y'all can help me out. Let's find out. I thought you were going to say, hopefully Tom will let you stay on the line. Huh? Marianne, now, please. <laughs> go ahead. You're just, you're just trying to uh, encourage me to be mean. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, um, if you have a recipe that calls for, and, and it does, Adding lemon, fresh squeezed lemon juice, chicken stock, and capers at the same time toward the end of the recipe. Mm -hmm. Do you think there would be any risk of compromising the flavors if you wanted to prepare ahead of time and combine the stock with the lemon juice, put it in the refrigerator overnight, and take it out the next day? Why would you want to? I know Save that's a time smart. and prepare, yeah. prepare ahead of time yeah. just to kind yeah. of kind of put things together and yeah, it, 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 most things like that. And when you have, uh, especially 
uh, a marinade or a vinaigrette or something like that. That does such a job of keeping everything nice and stable. Uh, you, you don't have to worry about it too much. You okay, so you, you don't think lemon juice? You don't think do there's it. any? You, you don't think there's any uh, risk of getting too little lemon flavor or too much lemon flavor if I mix the stock and the uh, lemon juice at the same time and put it? Uh, I don't know. That's hard overnight. to say without actually uh, sitting there and tasting it. That's uh, probably the yeah. yeah. What would be wrong I'm, with I just adding just some gonna, more lemon juice when I'm, you're cooking it tomorrow? Well, I, I think what I'm going to do is just uh, come home a little early and squeeze my lemons and put it out and just not try to get ahead of myself. Yeah. I'm going to follow the recipe as it's written, and I'll experiment when we don't have guests coming over. There you go. Excellent well, thank idea. Thank you all so much. I appreciate the uh, – <laughs> Thanks the for stopping in. Uh, Bye. Thank you. Take See care. You. Bye-bye. Been a busy show today. 260. Oh, my who, goodness. Who? You know, we are sponsored here, and we have – No, 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 no. Let's, get, let's take the call. Okay. Okay. Who, who is here? Stephen, welcome. Hey. A couple Hi, things Stephen. about eggs. Poached eggs. I don't like the fact that they boil them in, a, in boiling water and add – vinegar to them i know it helps them stay together but you know when i was raised my mother would make poached eggs and she had an individual pot that had inserts for the poached eggs and so you just put them in so there was no vinegar taste to my poached eggs and uh i don't know why uh and I, they, I think they used to you could six you could post six eggs at a time so I mean, that's almost enough for commercial, even if you had to get two two separate pans. Yeah. I didn't even know you put vinegar in poached eggs. Is that how you, oh, that yeah. how you poach well, eggs? Oh, yeah. Just to keep everything stable. In a, in a restaurant where they put them in, they don't have a poached egg pan. They just have a boiling pot that they put the eggs in. They add a little vinegar to it. And it goes into you know, just the taste of the eggs. Commercially, so uh, and also that. the other day I bought some medium eggs. Yeah, and then I had a uh, I made some brownies and it said use large eggs. What would be the ratio that I would do to you know replace large eggs with medium eggs? Would I add you know if it said two large eggs? Would I add three medium eggs? Let's say. Uh, you just uh, take a, a magician's approach to this. Just uh, it, it'll tell you in your brain uh, just how to go. You know, these are not things that are held in exact amounts. You know what, Stephen? I can yeah. tell you <clears throat> that I don't ever follow directions, yeah. and um, I do a lot of. I won't say I do a lot of baking. I do a little bit of baking. And I have never really followed directions, which is supposed to be a cardinal rule with baking. My daughter, who is a baker, says, Mom, come on. But honestly, I never do. So I don't think it makes a whole lot of difference if you did medium eggs instead of large eggs. Or if you wanted to put an extra egg, it'll just be a little richer. I don't think it makes a whole lot of difference. Well, I don't know why we can't. I don't know why we're not getting you that well. Okay. They said something on the box that if you wanted them chewy or 
you know, the difference was the egg. You added mm-hmm. more egg if you wanted yes. it cake-like and yes. less if yeah. you wanted it chewy. Well, so there you go. Follow that because that is true. That is true. Here Do you like are. it? Do you like cakey? I like cakey. Mm-hmm. No, I like chili. Oh. <laughs> well, then don't do it. <laughs> okay. Bye, Stephen. Thank you. Right. 260-6368 is the number. We'll take a break. Uh, wait, another one? We, 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 uh, Jane, is did, is that right, Jane? Did we hear that right? I think you said Steve. Yes, this is Jane. Oh, no. Hi, Jane. Jane. Hello there. Welcome. Hi. Hi. I hate to bring up the subject again, but I wanted to tell you where we had a really good croque mis- uh, madame this weekend. <laughs> Oh no! no it, was at, <laughs> it was at it was at Chez de la Chez. I haven't been there yet. How is that? It was very nice. We enjoyed it. They had the croque madame and the croque monsieur, and the scene. The only difference was the sunny side up egg on top. Hmm. There's a lot of French places out there now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we also they, they had. They seem to be uh, they, doing pretty well, uh, near as I can tell. I anyway. Think so. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can eat outside or inside. It was it was nicely done, nicely uh, decorated restaurant, and um, it was very good. We also had avocado and cucumber soup to start with, and mm-hmm. uh, that was really nice. It was cool. And uh, my husband, Roy, had um, the fries, French fries that are cooked in the goose fat. Oh, and now that's exotic. Them. Yes, they were, they were tasty, but it was the we we couldn't finish them. It was kind of rich, I yeah. guess is the right word. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. one of the things they are, all right. Rich, mm-hmm. rich, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, that good. was it. That's all. Thanks for calling. It's all the food show. Uh-huh. Thank you. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Let's see. Our sponsors are Which, waiting for us. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah. Our program is sponsored by New Orleans. No, no, no. Porter and Luke. Porter and, Porter Luke. and Luke. Okay, you know, whichever one I'm going to do, that's the Porter one. Porter and Luke. Porter and Luke. It's uh, very convenient in Old Metairie in a shopping center that has a lot of other good stuff in it, uh, even if you're not there uh, to have lunch or dinner or whatever. Uh, they are there with other options for you, and uh, I think you will find it a great place to stop for the whole family in particular, because the the whole menu heads off in that direction. There's a lot of choices there. The one that impresses me the most on a daily basis is the the fish that they have ordered in and are ready to go every every day. Uh, not too many restaurants have too many kinds of fish. They just throw out there what they have and and that's it. But uh, it's a little bit better, I think you'll find, over at Porter and Luke. They're at uh, 1517, or did I get it, Frank? 1517 Metairie Road. 1517 Metairie <clears throat> Road. They are open every day now, including brunch on Sundays. Porter, Porter and, and Luke. Luke. All right. Well, we have to take a break. And now, please, this. Fine, fine. Hello. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. Here we are again. And, uh, oh, gosh, we only have 10 minutes left. We've had a busy show uh, whether you noticed it or not. Anyway, it's great to have been here, and thank you for everybody who did call us in. It's been, a, again, I tell you, a busy day. And uh, what's on your mind? What you got planned for dinner? Uh, what's coming up over the weekend? Uh, you know, it's been a, one of those weeks where you can hardly tell what day it is. I guess the uh, I guess the holiday starts on Thursday. I mean, that's Fourth of July, so I guess people might be off on Friday as well mm-hmm. and make it a four-day weekend. I wish. Uh, Wish we could go someplace, but we can't. Why can't you? 
<laughs> okay, two six zero six three six eight is the number. Believe me, ah. if I could, I would. Two six zero six three six eight. You know what? We popped up on the computer, um, Croque Madame, and mm. there are several YouTube videos of people making Croque Madames, and apparently yeah. there are Very lots popular. of people who are just regular people who put up cooking videos on YouTube. I've not noticed this because I don't usually go to YouTube. We've been we've been going to YouTube in the evening sometimes just to watch old Johnny Carsons, which I learned last night are really not all that funny. You the know first they, couple you know, of ones that we watched I thought were, but last night I was kind of bored. It's, it's just <laughs> like uh, talk shows on radio. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're not so good. Yeah. Uh, they they had one last night that was really boring as hell for Jack uh, Johnny Carson. Yeah. Johnny Carson, just like our show today, has been mostly brilliant. <laughs> I know. I mean it. I think we did. I we know you lot, do. That's the incredible we part. We had a lot of good laughs. Oh on this one. yeah. I, I mean, I had a lot of good laughs, but I, you know. Being a bad girl, two six zero six three six eight is the number. That's two six zero menu. We and still have time. Yes, that would be lovely if you would care to call. I'm not begging, Doug. I'm just saying that we do have eight minutes left if you would like to call. No. But anyway, the question was, do you ever watch any of these YouTube videos of people cooking? Because apparently there are lots of them. I'm not. Oh yeah. I'm not. Um. I'm not much on the computer. I don't. Really, I mean, I use it for work, but other than that, I never ever would just go and sit and peruse the computer. I just don't do that. So I didn't really, I didn't really know how prevalent all of these um, food videos are. But apparently, there are people who um, who actually have names and and are apparently well enough known that. You know, there's one here with 2.7 million video. I mean, uh, views, mm. which is Gosh. kind of a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess maybe I guess them. maybe what I I guess maybe what I should do the next time I'm looking for a recipe. Although I never do cook with recipes, so you know that's mm. probably why I've not I've not looked at this because I don't really look for recipes. I have. I have gobs of cookbooks that I rarely consult. Well, the ba I guess the the basic thing is that we don't ever really cook. That's that's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Although, I'm feeling like maybe we should do something on the big green egg for Thursday. I was thinking about going mm -hmm. to the uh, to the opening of Middendorf's, but that's going to be kind of a mob scene. I would imagine it will be. And and basically, I think I, I'm a little too lazy for that right now. So I think probably just hanging out and cooking something would be a really good idea. We had an invitation to go to the beach, but we're not going to yeah. do that either. Whereabouts? So, Orange Beach. But, Orange Beach. No yeah. kidding. We've been there before. That's really nice. Yes, but it's a long drive. It is and a I'm, long drive. I'm not up for a long drive, and now that the air conditioner is broken in my car. Oh, no, uh, you too? We have to go get it looked at. I think tomorrow we're going to go do that. Anyway, 2606368 is the number. Porter and Luke, let's talk a little bit more about Porter and Luke. We yeah. have one more of those to do in this hour, and uh, I would love to talk about Porter and Luke because it's one of my favorite places. We have a house nearby, and uh, <clears throat> my daughter and I are there often. Well, not as often as we used to be, but um, <clears throat> it's a wonderful place 
to just go and sit and cool off because it's really hot outside. If we're working on a fence or something, it's definitely a welcome respite from that. But uh, <clears throat> we go because we love the food, and the food is really good. And there are lots of great pasta dishes. There's a lot of fried seafood that's good. The red beans, today is New Orleans Monday Red Beans and Rice Day, so they have great red beans with a ham shank, which is always a really cool presentation going by the table. True. I don't know if I've seen it with catfish, but I do. I have seen it with a really good-looking piece of grilled sausage and ah, also a pork chop. So if you different. are into red beans, that would be a good place to go to have your red bean fix for a Monday tonight. They have a lot of good pasta dishes, poor boys, sandwiches, good salads. Pretty much can't go wrong there at Porter and Luke. Oh, I had the fried chicken last week, and that was good. It's good, <clears> isn't it? Yeah, it is yeah. really good. <clears throat> Porter and Luke, 1517 Metairie Road in Metairie. Now, uh, we will be back tomorrow. No, we yes. won't be back tomorrow. Oh, no, I thought you were about to say we have a break because we don't have a break. Okay. We don't have a break either. We'll be back tomorrow. Yes, God willing. We, Why? <laughs> we, we will be here tomorrow? Yes, we will. Why? I never seem to get that right. But yes, tomorrow's well, uh, Tuesday. It's, uh, it'll, it'll be a fun uh, show again. And then, yes. Uh, How did you like your hamburger today at Lola? Uh, you know, uh, there's another example of that. Hamburgers seem to come by Marianne. Oh, no, the other Mary Ann. What, what am I talking about? Uh, and uh, the, uh, the idea, let's just say this, was put forth to let uh, me... Uh, Try a hamburger, hamburger so that I could see it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it was really good. It, it was, was really delicious. good. They, yeah. had, uh, they had bacon and cheese bacon. on it. It was American cheese. I don't know why places like, like that, for example, which is kind of a gourmet establishment with a lot of high-quality uh, ingredients. I don't know why there would be American cheese on that burger. And I guess maybe I don't understand the... Uh, it's a remnant <clears throat> of World War II. Well, yeah, but it's, it. you know, that would make it, in my mind, an old-fashioned ingredient. Mm -hmm. But it has a lot of popularity now. You're seeing it on a lot of menus, and I don't understand that because maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's a... I, I hate to say cheap because I hate to accuse places like that of doing it for that reason. But I think it's kind of a um, it's I, I hate I hate to keep using the word hip. I got to look up some other uh, synonyms for it. But How about it's by that's hip backwards. But I think that it's uh, it's just something that people are doing now. And it's. Maybe the kids like it. I don't know. But um, I go places and I see American cheese and I always ask to sub it out. But I'm wondering why I'm seeing it in the first place because it doesn't seem like something that you should see on a menu. Certainly not as often as you do. But anyway, they had bacon and it was perfectly done with this American cheese. And the dinner burger there comes with fried onion rings and... Um, I think it's like a sun-dried tomato marmalade. And in my opinion, too much stuff on a burger. I don't think... I, I agree with that. I like burgers that are just meat, maybe cheese, and lettuce, tomato, pickle, and mustard or something like that. But there's a lot of extra stuff on menus 
now on burgers, and I, I don't care for it. And so this is one of those burgers where there's a whole bunch of stuff. Only today they had they had it on the special, and I thought maybe it was just a special burger, but it turns out they have a lunch burger, which I would like, which doesn't have all that stuff, and a dinner burger, which does have all that stuff. So, so you, I have to remember to get the lunch burger or to get the burger only at lunch. What? You must have uh, remembered to uh, go to that place where we had it. The I also got I got the the grilled salmon, which they already know my yeah. order when I walk up to the table because I, I try to eat salmon at places where I know that it's wild caught and I like to eat salmon a couple of times a week, so they already know that that's what I'm getting and that's what I got. But I made Tom get a burger, and he actually thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yes, it certainly was. Well, we have come to the end of our program for today. We have done everything that we need do or can do. And... Yes, so... That's it. Yes. Uh, 105.3 WWL HD2. Have a wonderful evening. Have a great meal. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law